Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Today's Callahan Show is sponsored by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com and use code word JERRY for huge discounts. For example... You can get the standard MyPillow, which is normally $69.98 for only $19.98 with code word Jerry. I'd call that a huge discount. MyPillow is made in the USA, and it comes with a 10-year warranty. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you will ever sleep on. Makes an excellent gift. Get it now, and you can support this show, and you can strike back against cancel culture. As you know, like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. By purchasing from MyPillow, not only are you helping this show, you're fighting back against cancel culture. MyPillow isn't in the big box stores anymore, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from MyPillow.com using code word Jerry. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Ukraine, which is so important to me. I mean, I, I I don't spend a moment without thinking about Ukraine. What's happening in Ukraine? I'm worried about it, Greg. I'm really worried about it. But we have a bigger story here at home. I'm not sure people appreciate this because it's almost an afterthought. You have to listen to our bumbling president uh, and vice president talk about, you know, the, the solemn borders of Ukraine and how we must protect our values in uh, Ukraine, and then you hear like this afterthought, oh, the truckers are heading to D.C., <laughs> and man, is this going to be big. If it unfolds the way I think it's going to unfold, it is going to make the protest test auto like child's play. That is coming, and it's coming now, by the way. I don't think people realize it is coming now. In the next few days, the truckers are going to arrive in D.C., and Nancy Pelosi is already on the phone with the Capitol Police this is going to get ugly. It, they may not breach the Capitol, but these people, these truckers, these wonderful freedom fighters are going to cause some good trouble in D.C. We will tell you about that. Also, um, Aaron Rodgers has decided to uh, take the mantle from Tom Brady as the weirdo veteran quarterback. We'll tell you about what Aaron Rodgers is doing. It makes, you know, eating whatever avocado ice cream look like nothing. He's a Strange dude, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Speaking of strange dudes, uh, AOC, you know, that uh, soaring intellect in the house, she uh, put out a video with her, uh, I don't know, her aide or her boyfriend um, telling her, coaching her on how to dunk her head in a bucket of ice water. Very, very strange uh, video. We will play you some of that and we'll give you the latest on uh, the battle for Donbass, Donbass. You know what Donbass is, Craig? I don't know what Donbass. That's where is. the that's where World War Three is beginning. That's where your the children in school are going to learn about the Battle of Donbass. That's why Democrats. That's why Joe Biden and Kamala Harris want to send uh, our children to to war in Ukraine for the Battle of Donbass, a place I never heard of. I don't care about. It is insane what's happening in Ukraine. I'm going to explain to you exactly what's going on. I'm going to explain to you the story behind the story that I don't think enough people appreciate, but it sure ain't about uh, the sovereignty of Ukraine. It is about destroying uh, our way of life. It's about uh, ending our dependence on fossil fuels. That's what's happening in this Ukraine battle. I'll, uh, I'll explain it to you and uh, we'll get into a lot more on today's Callahan show brought to you by DCU, whether you're buying your first home, your dream home, 
or looking to refinance the home you love, DCU may have the mortgage program to fit your needs and more importantly, your budget. Their mortgage experts will walk you through the application process and help help remove the hurdles that can make it so difficult and confusing. They'll bring you right up to the front steps of home ownership. Learn more about rates and programs or to apply today at dcu.org slash mortgage. DCU is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 466914, insured by NCUA membership required. All right, we've all enjoyed, especially us, the, the, the bumble and the gaffes, the, the buffoonery of our president and vice president as they discuss the war in Ukraine. And I also enjoy watching the media, you know, pound the drums for war in Ukraine and explain to the American people that if you are not for this pointless war in this far off place, then you are a puppet of Putin. If you don't want to send troops to Ukraine to defend Donbass, then you're a puppet of Putin. Well, I guess I'm a puppet of Putin because I think it's absolute foolishness. We went over this yesterday. Our border is wide open. Drugs are coming across, killing Americans. That's the policy of the Biden regime. And they want us to believe they're concerned about the, 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 the freedom of the Ukrainian people. Two things before we explain the real big story here. Two things. One, the Ukrainian the Ukraine's not a democracy. Ukraine has a tyrant, a dictator, who, granted, has provided millions to the Biden crime family. Hunter Biden was making 83000 a month to be on this board of this corrupt energy company. We know how corrupt Ukraine is because our president, who was then our vice president, was in the middle of it. We've seen the video of him saying he will fire, he will withhold financial, uh, foreign aid a billion dollars if they don't fire the prosecutor who is looking into the corrupt company for which Hunter Biden works. So we know it's a corrupt company and we know the Bidens are involved and, and, and profiting from it. There's your uh, national vital interest, keeping the gravy train coming for the Biden crime family. I don't know why any American would give a damn about Donbass, this Russian separatist area that the uh, that the Russians took uh, moved into yesterday. Shots were fired, and I have to say, I was watching the news as I always do, watching a lot of news. There's no good video. I mean, usually these wars are good TV, you know, good cable TV, and I could sit back and watch the bombs dropping and the guns going off and the guys running and jumping in the foxholes, and there was none of that. Where the hell are the reporters? Where's the cameras? What kind, what kind of war doesn't, you know, have 24-hour coverage? Just, I don't know, just me. I was a little disappointed. But uh, we, are, we're, we're, we, we obviously don't get a clear uh, message, clear messaging from the White House because that's not possible because the president is a 79-year-old man in the throes of dementia because the vice president is an empty skull dummy they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're saying. Our, do you realize what happened in the last two days? Iron Head, the president of Russia, sat for an hour, looked in the camera, and gave a speech without notes. Now, it was in Russian, and I don't know what he said, but at least he was, he was cogent, I guess. Our president gave an eight-minute address, reading a teleprompter, and not doing a very good job at that, Turned tail, turned tail and ran or shuffled off stage without taking a question. Now, the media, obviously, they don't mind because this is their guy and they want to protect him. They've always been uh, invested in protecting the buffoon in the White House. So they didn't demand answers. They just they hope he gets through the, the, the reading, the, you know, the teleprompter reading. And he sort of did, although he stumbled a few times, as always. And then he just leaves and you go, wait a second, you, 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 this is America. You don't get to just do eight minutes and screw. You have to take some questions. Even if they're plants, you have to appear accountable. But no, that doesn't happen with the president. It sure doesn't happen with the vice president. It's an embarrassment. It's a national embarrassment that our president in this time of crisis doesn't have the guts, doesn't have the decency to take a few questions and explain himself. But 
he gave a, 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 a whatever, 10 minute speech. It was embarrassing. He was stumbling and bumbling and losing his way. He made you less confident in our mission in Ukraine and the idea that this buffoon could actually send troops and put them in harm's way. I I can't help but think of the 81 million people who voted. This is what you wanted. I mean, the last guy with the mean tweets, you didn't like him, but he didn't put you in any wars. You know, there were no foreign wars. There was no problems with Russia. We were energy independent. And I'll get to that. But uh, uh, let's get to some, uh, some Biden. I mean, there were a few cuts that were just uncomfortable when he said, who in Lord's name gave Putin the right to do something? I don't know if you have that cut. It was, I think he, he lost his way on the teleprompter. But pick one for me, Craig. Just pick a, a Biden cut from yesterday and tell me, does this instill confidence in anybody? Does this reassure anybody? You're watching this and saying, this guy is, is going to decide whether to send the 101st Airborne into Donbass? to face another, you know, nuclear power over this godforsaken land in the middle of nowhere. It's just, it's a bizarre, bizarre idea, notion to me that we are supposed to support this. And if we don't, we're Russian agents. Well, sign me up as a Russian agent. But let's, let's listen to our buffoon in chief talk about the impending war in, uh, in Ukraine. Yesterday, the world heard clearly the full extent of Vladimir Putin's twisted rewrite of history, going back more than a century as he waxed eloquently, <laughs> noting that, well, I'm not going to go into it, but nothing in Putin's <laughs> length of remarks indicate any interest in pursuing real dialogue. Yep. What, what, what is that? No, uh, I'm not going to get into it. That doesn't say that on the teleprompter. He just can't do it. He can't read a whole speech or a whole thought a a paragraph oh i'm not gonna get into it oh yeah that's kind of the point of the speech you're supposed to get into it every time that happens i just assume the teleprompter went too fast for him and he's like yeah forget it (laughs) right i know or he doesn't understand it he sees a word you know like he doesn't maybe the word was uh some one of these ukrainian places maybe it was you know donbass kiev Kiev, Donbass. Yeah, exactly. And he said, I, I, I don't know what that is, Donbass, Donbass. Uh, and uh, so he says, ah, I'm not going to get into it. I mean, when he loses his train of thought, it's 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 like one of a couple of things. It's either, come on, man, or I'm, I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that because he doesn't have the ability to get into it. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's uncomfortable. But the whole thing was 10 minutes long and there were, dozen gaffes and he and he looked old and weak and tired and that's the projection that's the message for the whole world this is the guy making the call on whether we're gonna have troops actual you know american troops on the ground this worthless place that nobody no unless you're you know got family there i don't know why any american would care but what else we got from uh from sleepy joe that looks like the, I got a double clip. It's the same one. But. Oh, how about the play? Can you play the one I just sent you? It's only five seconds long, five seconds long. This was him a while ago talking about Putin. I want to, I want to hear, I want to play this and ask if uh, this reassures anybody. Reassures me for sure. Oh, good. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. <laughs> Play it again. I want to hear it again. I'm, I'll I'm going to figure effect- this out. Yeah. The strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. <laughs> Honestly, if you're sitting here, and again, I got you know friends, family members who hate Trump and are and voted for Biden. I would love to just ask that. Throw that out to you. What is he saying? What does he mean? What is it about? I will uh, whatever a new uh, pressure to blah, 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 blah. one more time. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. <laughs> true la, 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 the pressure. The, the pressure. person, the person who uh, tweeted this out, <laughs> typed out what they think the word is, and it's T R U N A L I M U N U M A P R Z U R E. 
Anytime I tweet about, you know, what a buffoon Biden is, you get all the replies from the from the Biden supporters and they try their best. Like with that one, they'll say, oh, this is true international pressure. And you go, OK, let me try that again. Play. No, no, that's not what he said. That's not what he said. Um, and there's no way anybody watched him yesterday and said, yeah, we are in good hands. We are in good hands. But well, if that is I, what if that is, if that is what he said, what the hell does that even mean? Right. I mean, I assume it's written in front of him and there's a couple of big words and he can't handle it. It's one thing when you have this guy and he's at home and he's, uh, you know, he's, he can do a lot of harm here at home. But the idea that war, war is a possibility and it's going to be up to him to send Americans to die. It's just frightening. I can't believe that it's all in his hands. In his True international depression. Through an international depression. There's, there's no English. There's no word in there. Not you know, one. What you say? I don't know. He, he also said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to what's really going on here. I'm going to get to, and you know, call me a conspiracy theorist. That's the kind of, that's the, that's what you get when you have people like this, duplicitous people. And granted, Biden doesn't know what's going on, but the people around him do. And I'm going to explain to you what they're thinking, what they're, end game what the end game is what their goal is he said yesterday among his other i think this was the one complete sentence that actually made sense he said and kamala harris said the same thing the day before he said quote defending freedom will have costs defending freedom will have costs well let's let's break down and analyze that one ironhead true international Def- depression <laughs> <laughs> that, then he went. Then he went down that road again. But defending freedom will have costs. All right. First part of that, defending freedom. Can you explain to me how going in to stop Russia from taking over Donbass, or even you know going into you know Kiev or Kiev? How is that? You know, you might say you don't want to see Russia, uh, you know, taking over a sovereign country. Fine. Right. Um, how is that defending freedom, defending freedom? That makes it sound like these, the, is it democracy? It's, you know, a close ally. It makes it sound like we're in there defending, you know, Great Britain or we're, I was going to say Canada, but that, that doesn't count anymore. Canada is no longer a free country. It is a dictatorship as we know. But how is it defending freedom to go to Ukraine with the U.S. military and fight for Donbass? Where's... I mean, we already know Zelensky's a, a, a dictator. He has shut down the media. He silences opposition. We know it's an incredibly corrupt country. So defending Ukraine with our blood and treasure against Russia is defending freedom. I mean, that might sound like a good cliche that resonates with Americans, but if they stop to think about it, they're going, why are we defending? How are we defending freedom? Second part. Defending freedom will have costs. So he's warning us. He's preparing us. And the cost, aside from, you know, a few dead Americans, uh, the cost to all of America, to, to, to 330 million Americans, is at the pump, right? It is at the gas station. It's, you know, paying your oil or your, your, your gas bill, your heating bill. It will cost more. Now, he thinks that that is an unfortunate byproduct of defending freedom, defending Ukraine. I will submit this, that this is the goal. We are, I don't think people realize the power, the influence that the crazy radical left uh, Green New Deal nut jobs have. I'm talking Ed Markey and AOC and Liz Warren and Ayanna Presley and the lunatics behind the scenes that have the hands on the controls, their goal is to eliminate fossil fuels. It's insane. It's, it's, it's destructive, but here's what they can do here now. I mean, we, Joe Biden said last week, he's going to work like the devil to bring down gas prices. Well, you don't have to work like the devil. If you're the president, you have to do a couple things. You have to, um, get the uh, Keystone pipeline up and running again. The first thing he did was took was when he took office was eliminate 10,000 good blue collar jobs, shutting down the pipeline 
in service to the radical left, the anti-progress left, the AOC, the Ed Markey's, that want to eliminate fossil fuels because, I mean, because they're really stupid people who think that's A, that's possible, and B, you can do it without destroying the country. You can't. I mean, you just can't. It's just madness that we want to get rid of fossil fuels. And, you know, that's when you hear people like John Kerry, that buffoon, say, you know, we want to be carbon neutral by 2030, which is a not just not possible. But if you were to tell them that the byproduct, the result of this, you know, uh, uh, conflict in Ukraine was going to be soaring gas prices. You know what their response to that would be in, in private. If you told that to John Kerry or Ed Markey or AOC, they would say, good. Their goal is to get people wean them off fossil fuels, get them to stop driving their cars. That's their goal. They don't mind higher gas prices. They supported shutting down the pipeline. It doesn't do any good for the environment. It puts a lot of, hardworking blue collar people out of work. They don't care about them. They're Democrats. They don't care about, they care about non-working people. But so why would you shut down that pipeline? Why would you stop drilling offshore? Why would you stop drilling in Alaska? It's got nothing to do with the environment. It doesn't save your pull. It got to do with their goal to end our dependence on fossil fuels, which is in complete utter madness what does the, incurs- the, the the conflict in Ukraine does? It accelerates that process. So, you know, you, you, the, as soon as, uh, you know, they, we stop the, uh, the, the pipeline in, in Russia, we stop importing Russian energy, prices go up. Demand, people stop using as much fuel. They want that. They want eight, $10 a gallon gas. They want that. Joe Biden said again, that he wants to get, bring price of gas down, price of energy down. He could do it with a stroke of a pen. Put that, that, that pipeline, Keystone Pipeline, put it back online. Drill in Anwar, drill everywhere. I mean, we need that now. We were energy independent two years ago. How do people not appreciate that? That means fewer wars in the Middle East. That means no less dependence on Russia. That means we're energy independent. That was a wonderful thing. The day Biden took office, he brought an end to that, made us dependent on Russia and dependent on Saudi Arabia. That's a bad thing. Again, to you 81 million idiots who voted for this, is this what you wanted? You wanted $8 gas, $10 gas? I guess some do because they think we want to stop uh, using and it, because, you know, it ruins the earth or it, we're all going to die in eight years or some other silliness from from the mouth of AOC or John Kerry or another any other moron who supports this. But keep that in mind when you watch this thing unfold. This is what they want. They want $8 a gallon gas. They want people who can't afford to drive somewhere this summer on vacation. They want to put oil companies energy companies out of business. There is no reason to not use the Keystone pipeline. No good reason. There is no reason not to drill in Alaska. There's no good reason unless you're against the use of fossil fuels. And if that's the case, you're a friggin' lunatic. You are, you, you want to destroy the, the, the greatness of this country. You want to make us dependent on, on, on dictators like, like uh, Putin. That's what you want. That's what you got. It appears like that is what you're going to have. But anyway, watch. Uh, it was a great, there was a great question, by the way, from Peter Ducey yesterday at the press conference with uh, Saki. He said, last year, Joe Biden said the most important threat, the, the most dangerous threat to America, according to the Pentagon, was global warming, <laughs> which is just a joke. I mean, the Pentagon, I realize he's got a bunch of woke generals like this idiot Millie and Austin, these fools. But no one actually thinks that, especially when you're in a situation like this. You see, you know, Russia on the march, China, and you say, oh, you know what the biggest threat to our country is? Global warming. It's just nonsense. It sounds like something that would come to, you know, the faculty lounge at Wesleyan. It doesn't, serious people don't believe that. And and Saki didn't know what to say. She was like, ah, well, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Whatever. But it, it, when he said it was nonsense, it's nonsense now. But these, the keep in mind as you watch this unfold, the radical, far-left extremist 
wing, the AOC, John Kerry, Ed Markey wing is getting what it wants. They want this. They're getting what they want. It has nothing to do with the sovereignty of the people at Donbass. That's utter nonsense. But watch this unfold and just keep in mind that they want gas to be unaffordable. They want to destroy the fossil fuel industry and they don't care if it hurts our standing in the world. But uh, we will see going forward. God, uh, well, thoughts and prayers are with the people of Donbass, who, from what I understand, more, more, most of them are Russian and want to be part of Russia anyway. Why the hell would we care about that, really? But let's True get to the big story. To pressure. <laughs> uh, let's get to the, I don't even know why I wasted that much time on that story, but just so people understand what's going on, because I think I, I, I'm catching on. Uh, but the big story coming to D.C. any minute now is a convoy, a trucker convoy. Now, you saw, we saw what happened in Canada when the truckers took action. They brought the country to a halt. They completely exposed Trudeau as the dictator that he is. They stopped everything. They they won. They won. Now, Canada, they're, they're taking their trucks away. They're freezing their bank accounts. We're seeing what happens when you threaten the power of a dictator of a police state. That was nothing compared to what might happen in this country as the truckers make their way to D.C. And I'll, I'll explain it. A couple of things make this more threatening make this more ominous. A, they, these people, not only will are they fighting the illegal, immoral mandates from the Biden regime and from local governments, blue states, blue, blue cities, but they're fighting for their brothers in Canada. They see how unfair they were treated up there. They see how they're still, I mean, they're seriously talking about taking their truck, they took their trucks and keeping them, not giving them back. Trucks that parked on the road or parked on the bridge in a peaceful protest, trucks that some of them were worth a couple hundred thousand. And the government, government officials, elected officials are talking about keeping them. It's amazing. And taking the bank accounts of these freedom fighters. So the people in America, the truckers, the the you know, blue collar people, the people that make this country go. I'm not talking about bureaucrats. I'm not talking about the non-working class, the, you know, the constituency of whatever AOC and Liz Warren. I'm talking about real Americans from middle America. They're pissed and they should be. They're saying, look what they did to our brothers in Canada. So they're motivated. They're sick of the mandates. They're sick of this, of the Biden regime and just the, the overreach so they're coming to D.C., and that that's a part A on what makes this so threatening and so ominous and so big. The second part is the people they're threatening will not hesitate to use the powers of the state. They're already setting up the fences around the Capitol that they set up for show during the inauguration yeah. after January 6th. They put that up for show. Uh, it, it, there was no threat to the Capitol. After January 6th, it never will be again since they put all the, you know, the grandmothers who took selfies in solitary confinement. This is a threat to some real bad people, some real tyrants. Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, these are people saying we can't allow this. So the things you saw in Canada where they took the trucks, froze the bank accounts, put them in jail, no bail. See the woman yesterday? They arrested one of the leaders, this woman. And they did not grant. She's in jail. She got no bail. All she did was lead a peaceful protest. She didn't hurt anyone. She didn't, no violence. They said they were afraid she would uh, reoffend. So she's rotting in jail for leading this peaceful protest. That is nothing compared to what's coming. Think of what Nancy Pelosi did on January 6th. She opened the doors to the Capitol. She said, we don't need any National Guard. She set the whole thing up. There's people right now behind the scenes saying, we're going to use this. A, we're going to call them Nazis. We're going to call them white supremacists. We're going to call them racists. That's what they did in Canada. It didn't work, but that's the, that's the game plan. That's the playbook. 
before the truckers even get to D.C., they're going to accuse them of being Nazis and white supremacists and everything else, insurrectionists. I don't, the, the reason it's going to come to a boil and it's going to get really ugly is because people who support the truckers aren't, are fed up. They're not going to take it anymore. They're not going to allow Pelosi and Schumer and AOC and John and Ed Markey and their, their sycophants in the media. They're not going to allow them to do what they did after January 6th. They're not going to allow them to lie about them. The other thing, I just wrote this down. The U.S. Capitol Police is already bracing for this. U.S. Capitol Police, the arm of the of Nancy Pelosi, a, 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 these bunch of thugs that beat people up on January 6th that became, you know, the drama queens in, in you know, at the front lines on January 6th, they've already requested the National Guard. And March 1st, which is only... What, a week away? Less than a week away. That's the State of the Union. That's another excuse to break out the National Guard, the fences, the dogs, the helicopters, to militarize the Capitol. That's all going to happen. And and by the way, uh, Nancy Pelosi and Muriel Bowser are already talking about uh, taking action against the truckers. These are fanatics. These are authoritarians. There's a lot of immovable objects and... And uh, they're all, I mean, it's already coming, it's coming to a head. It's going to get ugly. That's the big story. That's bigger than anything happening in Ukraine. And I'm. Uh, we might have to uh, go live for the State of the Union. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, here's what's going to happen. I already predicted he's going to get through it without, you know, his teeth falling out or without wetting his pants. And they're going to say, it was amazing. The media, oh, yeah. it was a soaring Soaring orator, anything they can do to lower the bar, lower expectations, and then say he exceeded all the expectations. So I don't get my hopes up that he's going to, you know, stumble and bumble like he usually does, like he did yesterday. Well, I mean, if he he doesn't drool on his suit coat, then that's, you know, a success. And they'll keep it shorter and keep it simple. No big words in the uh, on the teleprompter. And he'll get through it and he'll say, oh, it was so amazing. And decency's back in D.C. Well, you're going to see decency in D.C. when the truckers arrive. Yeah. I find tweeted this yesterday. There was a poll done of Democrats in this country on the truckers and the treatment of the truckers. 61% of Democrats support, I mean, 65% support Trudeau's actions. That's two out of three Democrats support seizing the bank accounts, jailing without bail, the leaders, taking the trucks, arresting people for donating to the truckers or giving them coffee and giving them gas, arresting them. So Democrats in this country are okay with this. They're okay with what happened on January 6th, you know, old ladies taking selfies. They're okay with using the military. So they're going to get a lot of support when they, take action when they send in the dogs against the truckers in DC next week. Did you, that's uh, why it's going to get so ugly. Did you hear uh, what Trudeau said about Russia? Uh, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Do we have that? Trudeau yeah. saying uh, He's yeah. against authoritarianism or something. Yeah. Let's Canada and our allies will defend democracy. We are taking oh. these actions today to stand against authoritarianism. The You're people of Ukraine, like all people, must be free to determine their own future. We will continue working with our international partners to safeguard Ukraine's territorial integrity and prevent further Russian aggression. Good. I haven't seen I someone say, with blinders on more than him in my I, life. I, I don't think I've hated a world leader. I mean, I, I just look at him. I hate him as much as I hate you know Kim Jong-un or Xi. I mean, he's just a tyrant. He's a liar. He supports China and he, and he comes out against authoritarianism. You know, he, uh, he's just vile. He's vile. I, I wish him the worst. You, I you, feel bad for the good people of Canada because Canada has fallen. He's a bad Canada actor too. You, you, you can yeah, hear him. He's just acting out whatever's on the prompt. He doesn't mean anything that he's saying. Uh, let's get to our sponsors for today. And then we will get, well, I want to get to AOC and, uh, 
give you an, a sense of the people, you know, in charge in DC, uh, <laughs> this video that uh, AOC put out and Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if he's just looking to fill the void now that Tom Brady's gone, but he's really working hard to appear to be the, the weirdo savant veteran quarterback. We'll tell you what he's been doing the last two weeks. And, you know, I'll check and see maybe Ironhead, maybe you'd be interested. You know, you look like you could uh, use, uh, lose a few pounds when you always. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. We got an idea. We got a way because uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers has done it for the last two weeks and we'll see if uh, you're interested in giving it a shot. <clears throat> but let's uh, first tell you about paint your life, paintyourlife.com. There's a way to make memories in a new world. Now that everything is opening up and people are traveling and doing things and making plans and going places. Um, I just went somewhere. I had a great time. Took a bunch of pictures on my phone and you look at them, you look at those pictures on the phone and say, you know, they're okay, but what do I do with them? Other than they look, look at my phone, see this awesome picture on the beach? Well, now we got a way to make those uh, memories last forever. That's where Paint Your Life comes in. You can get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price. So you can combine photos of people or places you love into one painting. You choose from a team of world-class artists and you work with them until every detail is perfect. It's a user-friendly platform that makes it easy to order a custom-made hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes. It's fast. You can receive your portrait in less than two weeks. Just send any picture of a family member, you, kids, dog, someone that is no longer with us, and they can turn it into a portrait. Uh, it makes the perfect gift. It's meaningful, it's personal, and it can be cherished forever. At paintyourlife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded, guaranteed. Right now, as a limited time offer, you can get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, to 64,000. That's Jerry to 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Uh, let's get to Elsium, Elsium Health. Uh, let's talk about Basis by Elsium Health. It's the most trusted source for NAD plus supplementation. Their product, Basis, is clinically proven to increase levels of NAD plus by 40% safely and sustainably. Elsium is unlike any other healthcare company that I've seen, and they're at the forefront of NAD plus supplementation. They have dozens of the world's best scientists working with them, and eight of them are Nobel Prize winners. It was uh, founded by renowned researcher Dr. Leonard Garante. Leonard Garante who has studied the science of aging for more than 30 years, so you know you can trust him. NAD+, if you're wondering, is found in every single cell of your body, and it's responsible for creating energy and regulating hundreds of cell functions. But the body doesn't have an endless supply of NAD+. In fact, levels decline as you age. Lifestyle stressors such as lack of sleep, intense exercise, unbalanced diet, and overexposure to the sun also deplete NAD+. Levels. Decreased NAD plus levels are linked to faster biological aging and can slow down vital body functions. Uh, many basis customers report experiencing higher energy, less fatigue, and more satisfying workouts. That's what basis can do for you. It replenishes youthful levels of NAD plus uh, up to 40% safely and sustainably. It activates sirtuins also known as longevity genes, to promote healthy aging. It supports energy and metabolism on the cellular level and helps maintain healthy DNA. It supports in recovery from workouts. It reduces general tiredness and fatigue, healthy skin, and just general health and wellness. Recent studies confirmed the superior safety of NRE in basis when compared to other NAD plus supplements, underscoring the company's rigorous commitment to research and quality. Right now, they got a special offer for our listeners. Go to trybasis.com. That is T-R-Y-B-A-S-I-S.com slash Jerry. Enter code word Jerry at checkout to save 10% off basis prepaid plans as well as other Elsium Health supplements. All right, before we get to, uh, uh, to Aaron Rodgers, you know what? I'm going to lump Aaron Rodgers, who I think is really smart and, and really good, and I root for him because the media hates him now. So that's how I, that's how I roll. I like them. I root for them, but AOC and Aaron Rodgers 
two people who try too hard to be, you know, eccentric, to try too hard to be weird. And I'll get to Aaron Rodgers, but let's do this AOC thing. Even though lots of people are just listening on audio and not watching us on locals, yeah, I'll describe it. I want to set it up this way, that um, earlier, was it last week, last week, Tucker Carlson uh, did a, a monologue no, it was Friday. It was Friday because he said we got more. We got more important things like uh, war in Ukraine and this and that. But this thing is so remarkable. There's a new book out, and it's just embarrassing. I think the writer is with the New Yorker or New York or whatever, and they and they come up with a book on AOC, and it's just a hagiography. It's just this this hero worshiping book about this dummy in Congress. They literally compare it to Jesus. You know, it's remarkable stuff. When the book comes out, it's just going to be an amazing thing because it's just uncomfortable to even read the blurbs. They just fawn all over her. He mocks her the way he often does. Uh, Tucker does. He he uh, called her, I don't know, he called her, uh, you know, he calls her a dummy. I mean, let's be honest. He, she is. She is a dummy. And, uh, you know, he, quite, he calls her a little rich white girl from the suburbs. She pretends she's from the Bronx and she calls herself Alexandria Cort And she used to be Sandy Cortez. Tucker's been making fun of her for, for years. And it's funny. It's entertaining. It's funny. Of course, AOC is, is such a dummy. She thinks like he shouldn't be able to do that. It's like, you know, in this, you shouldn't be able to, you, you put me in danger if a cable TV host makes fun of me, she says, uh, I'll, I'll read you. Uh, she tweets after he did this segment. We should, we, uh, maybe we should play some of Tucker, but it's, it, it, he's done it a lot. He makes fun of her. Tucker says that she's the most spoiled, most privileged person, most protected person. And she is. So she tweets, I genuinely want to know why Tucker Carlson is allowed slash paid to engage in clear targeted libelous harassment that endangers people and drives so many violent threats that people have to fundraise for the people have to fundraise for their own safety. Why would they have to pay for his harassment? Make it make sense. It's not within the realm of political commentary and it's not just me. He regularly targets people that do not have access to resources for protection. Once he gets to fantasizing about booty calls of women on national TV I cease to see the political value outside of incitement. First of all, this she didn't even know there's three branches of government. Famously, she didn't know them. She graduated from uh, BU, which is a shame for BU. It's an embarrassment because she is just not very bright. Secondly, she doesn't understand how a guy on cable TV is allowed to make fun of her. Yeah. I don't know. This is a little, you know, First Amendment thingy, AOC. Maybe you should read up. Uh, he does not punch down at little people. He punches up. You're one of the most powerful people in the world. You're one of the two or three most powerful people in the United States. And which is amazing considering how young and how dumb you are, but she's complaining. Like I, I have to fundraise for their own safety. Oh, no, you don't. The taxpayers take care of that. And there's no violence. He's mocking you for what you are, just a, a dope. Anyway. Say what you will she, about AOC, though. She has great taste in men, I think. Who's her man? <laughs> I always get told I look like him. <laughs> like her boyfriend? Yeah. Look at oh, this. Yeah, I see. I could see that. Look at I this could guy. see that. Oh, we got, oh there he, you're right. You're right. The, uh, put some uh, blue light glasses on him. Yeah. Protect him from I, I'm, the... not, I'm not talking about you, Ironhead. I'm looking at him. He is not a handsome man. I mean, she is fairly attractive. That's a picture. We're looking at a picture of her with that ball gown, the one that said, you know, eat the rich. Um, but her boyfriend is not a handsome man. I think he's pretty good looking, like 10, 10 across the board, in my opinion. Red, you know, it's, it's, if, if you got red hair, you don't, you know, it's tough enough. Don't grow a beard. Red beards, um, you know, they don't work. They don't work. Anyway, I think it's him in this video, this Instagram video. It's him trying to explain to her. It's so bizarre. Trying to teach her, explain to her, coach her up on how to dunk her face into a bucket of cold water. Now, 
watch this, Craig, and tell me why you need to be taught, coached. Why, why would anyone, I mean, don't you occasionally, you know, splash cold water on your face or, you know, you need to wake up or whatever. You're feeling a little sluggish. You put some cold water on your face. Yeah. Why do you need someone to teach you how to do that? It's like he's teaching her how to make a souffle or something. He's teaching her how to put her face in a bucket of water. I think but he's. I think he's calling her. I think he's calling her a dog and teaching her how to drink from a dog bowl. <laughs> As everyone, I tweeted about this, and everyone just kept saying, "You know, why did why didn't uh, he let her out of the bucket? Why not just hold her head in?" <laughs> well, she she has. She's like, "What do I do now?" He's like, "Stick your face in the water, and then what? Uh, do it again. Uh, let's listen. It's just do, too much. Do, yeah. It's just amazing. Do it till the bubble stop." Right. Okay. Five, four. That's his hand on the back of her neck. (laughs) Face is in the bucket. (sighs) It was like four seconds. She takes a towel, wipes. Yeah, you're supposed to keep doing it. Really? How long? (laughs) Like multiple sets. Okay. Go for as long as you can. Three, two, one. Ready when you are. Okay. Five, four. I haven't seen anyone with like crazier eyes than this woman. No, she's got those eyes, right? I, it, it, I always say when I was younger and I saw those eyes, I ran the other way. Some oh, guys, yeah. they like the crazy ones. Some of my good friends like crazy. I, I was afraid of people like AOC. But we're looking at her again. Her face is in the bucket. Her boyfriend is teaching her, telling her, okay, do it again. Hold it in. It's cold. And she adds a little commentary and says it's very very cold like this still really? shot this still shot is ridiculous <laughs> so you have yeah so, so she instagrammed this out of her face in the bucket and she writes it's very very cold what the hell do you think a bucket of ice water is going to be well, honest to god you're surprised by that and honestly there's no ice in that bucket anyway so i don't even know what's going on here <laughs> and what she just learned that a way to i don't know wake up is to put your face in cold water. It's like he's teaching her some bizarre martial art. Now what do I do? Okay, put your face in it. Then what? Okay, do it again. Oh, man, this is wild. Just so weird. This woman is just strange. And she thinks, I don't know, that the authorities, the government, should stop people like Tucker Carlson from making fun of her. It's it's the, the sense of entitlement on someone like this is bizarre. She could she's got twelve point eight million followers on uh, Twitter. I don't know what she's got on Instagram. Millions and millions. Insanity. She influences. She's a dummy who influ, who is completely wrong about everything. She's a socialist. She doesn't believe in you know capitalism, and yet she has incredible influence on young people, young women. Just she's done more destruction in her few years in Congress than anyone. And she doesn't think she should be criticized. She doesn't think she should be fair game because, you know, I don't understand why, uh, what's the political value to making fun of me? Uh, you know what it is? It's entertaining. And it it's, uh, and it's honest. You're a buffoon. And the fact that you have as much influence as you do is scary. It's almost as scary as you're thinking, putting your face in a bucket of cold water is <laughs> the, just yeah. some kind of At this point, weird, the- you know, at this point in the video, people were just watching, hoping a guy in a ski mask rose up from behind her. <laughs> just held her in there. Yeah. <laughs> if he did that, man, if he held her down, that would have been that would have been wild. That would have been big. Even if, you know, he didn't hold her in there for long. If he just put a little scare into her. All right, pro- we gotta get to Yeah, it probably would have been top five on uh, Twitter that day. <laughs> Let's get to the other weirdo who is um making news and that would be Aaron Rodgers. I will say this, Aaron Rodgers, he's like a lot of guys. He's not as smart as he thinks he is. In fact, he said that he wished people would read more books, you know, cause he's a big book guy. And I do actually think Aaron Rodgers gets, you know, past chapter one, unlike LeBron James, every time LeBron James is seen with a book, it's on page one. He never <laughs> gets to the, ch- never gets to chapter two, but he has a, you know, a Malcolm X biography in his hand to make you think that he's very, well read, but let's get to the bizarro uh, thing that uh, Aaron Rodgers 
has been doing the last couple of weeks after I tell you about Shea Concrete. You already know about Shea Concrete. Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is the spring project you've been looking for. This is the way to improve, to upgrade your home, whether it's a new home or you're remodeling an old place, you can get a staircase with designs that will fit your home. There are many options, including concrete, or you can create a customized option using stone or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. The neighbors, they'll all be jealous. The Shea removes the old stairs, has you walking up a new set of concrete steps in a matter of hours. They take care of all that. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance to your home that will add value. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment, people. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience, and in a few hours, you get a brand-new front entrance. You learn more about Shea's Concrete Steps at SheaConcrete.com. You can also look for a job there. Shea is always hiring. Business is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. This is a great company with great people. It would be a really wise career move for you. All you got to do is pass a drug test. I, I, like I said, I generally like Aaron Rodgers because he annoys the media. We talked a lot about that, that idiot that voted for the MVP that said he would never vote for Aaron Rodgers because he's a bad guy. The media hates him because he didn't get vaccinated. And that's so important to the mainstream media. That's all that matters. If you're, you know, Kyrie Irving or uh, Djokovic or Aaron Rodgers, they hate you because you wouldn't com- uh, comply. You wouldn't submit to the Biden regime, and uh, you didn't think it was all that important to get uh, the vaccine. Um, which, by the way, are we ever going to get past this and just say, okay, we're done. People who got vaccinated are vaccinated. People who don't want to get vaccinated, they're not. Can we just move past it? There's nobody, and you'd be a good guy to ask about this, mm-hmm. there's nobody who's not vaccinated who is going to be persuaded by you know, Joe Biden or Fauci or Michelle Wu at this point, you made your decision. You're done. You're not doing it. Why do they think they can still talk you into it? They had a thing in, in Boston uh, uh, at the, at the Y that I go to, and it was a chance to get vaccinated. I'm going, what? It's been two years. Anybody who wanted to get vaccinated has been vaccinated. The people who don't aren't, can they just stop with this campaign and get people shots they don't want? Why do they think it's still, you know, I'll get the, yeah, I'll get the shot when, you know, there's like years of research into it and they know it, it's going to work and it's a one-time thing. Cause I don't, I don't recall. I know it's a, like a nice talking point, but the polio vaccine doesn't have boosters every, I don't know, four no, weeks. And, and, and it's a weird thing when you get the polio vaccine, you don't get polio. It's crazy. When you get the smallpox vaccine, you don't get smallpox. <laughs> I got I got vaccinated. I got COVID. And I to be honest with you, Craig, I'm looking at this. I was talking to a friend of mine last night. I'm saying, this is so bizarre. Looking back, obviously, I'm a cynic. Obviously, I don't trust the Biden regime. I certainly don't trust in where I live. You know, our governor, Charlie Baker, that coward. I don't trust Michelle Wu, little Liz, the mayor. They, I don't think they have my best interests in mind. I just read a story. There were uh, the number of restaurants, 15% of restaurants in America went out of business. Over 100,000 restaurants went out of business in the last two years. What I just went through when I had COVID last two weeks ago, the idea that that is the reason 100,000 restaurants, that is a scandal that should be taught in schools it won't be but we should remember that forever our government officials governors mayors tyrants like charlie baker and whitmer and newsom and they put more than one hundred thousand restaurants out of business you know how many people that is who got bankrupted could put out of work that's obscene they did that for a and and i realized delta was worse than omicron but omicron's been the the variant prevailing uh, variant for, for a while now. Right. And even Delta, it killed old people. It killed obese people. That was too bad. They should, we should have protected them from day one. 
when we look back and say we put 100,000 restaurants and God knows how many other small businesses, gyms and stores, put them out of business, bankrupted families, bankrupted people, closed schools. We closed schools for essentially a thing that wouldn't affect the kid anyway. If he even got it, it would be a minor cold. It wouldn't be as bad as the flu. And I, I think back and I say, these same fools who misled us, you know, Fauci and Michelle Walensky and all these blue state tyrants, Phil Murphy, Ned Lamont, who lied over and over and over again, are still telling us what to do. And people, mostly Democrats, are still listening. It's just bizarre. At what point do you say, they have lied to me for two years. I am done listening to them. I just had COVID. It And talking from my own personal experience, it was nothing. It was two days. It was a cold. I had a cough. I had a cold. I did everything I normally do. I didn't throw the kitchen sink at it. I didn't stay in bed. I didn't isolate. Well, I guess I did because I kind of my life I'm isolated. But <laughs> the idea that that thing that I just had is going to destroy millions of people's livelihoods and bankrupt them is so insane and so scandalous. I, I hope people appreciate the the level of of, of corruption, of, of immorality that, that we've lived through the last two years. I hope they remember when they go to the ballot box, when they go to the voting booth. It's just mm-hmm. madness. And today, I just tweeted about a people outside Mayor Michelle Wu's house in Boston They wake her up every morning. These are freedom fighters. That's what they are demanding the end to the, the vax mandate, which ended and they want the end to, they want her to stop forcing children to wear masks to, they're demanding the mayor stop abusing children. That to me is a very worthy cause. I commend these people. Good for them. Larry, would you like to start? Would you like to leave us? Good morning, mayor! That's what they do every morning with bells and screaming. And the mayor doesn't like that because, you know, this is a mayor who supported Antifa, of course, burning buildings and and then and, and BLM, you know, throwing bricks and looting and wreck. That was OK. But waking her neighbors up, that's crossing the line. That is a what perfect is lady the- to have scream, by the way, if you want to get someone's attention. <laughs> that voice. Think holy of, shit. <laughs> think of what they're doing. They're saying, stop abusing our children. Stop hurting our children. What the hell could be more noble, more worthy than that? Good for them. Keep it up. Don't go get her. She is just the worst. But anyway, let's get to Aaron Rodgers. He went on with uh, his buddy, Pat McAfee, who of course is wearing a tank top. I don't know why this bothers me, but a grown man in the middle of winter wearing a tank top, it just annoys me. I mean, he's a punter. It's one thing if you wear a tank top and you're Aaron Donald, but you're a punter. Put a T-shirt on. Aaron Rodgers, um, I don't know, talked about everything the way he usually does, but he got into what he's been doing. He said it is a panchakarma, panchakarma cleanse, a panchakarma cleanse. Now, did you know what that was, Craig? Because I never heard of it. I try to, you know, I try to, I read my men's health magazine. I try to keep up. I never heard of a panchakarma cleanse. Not once. So I looked it up and, you know, they got, I got here, I'm looking at a Yahoo story with the bullet points. I can't even read about it without getting ill. Um, we'll, we'll play some of his sound. I want to know how deeply he got into it. Um, I can't even, here it is. It's the administration of emet- emetic drugs that induce a severe spell of vomiting to cleanse the upper gut. Forced diarrhea that cleanses the bowels. Uh, medicated enema used to cleanse the toxins in the colon. Uh, medicated oil to cleanse the accumulated toxins. A procedure, a ratamokashona procedure to cleanse the blood. Three days of consuming ghee, G-H-E-E, a form of clarified butter, until you evacuate both ends. (laughs) One day of therapeutic vomiting, one day of laxative therapy, three days of herb drops in the nose, many more days of enema, yoga and meditation throughout. That's what Aaron Rodgers, the NFL MVP, who is obviously at the top of his game, 
why would, and he's not fat and he's not whatever. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Maybe he's drinking too much or not eating right. But why would you ever, ever feel the need to do all that? Oh I mean, God. go through forced diarrhea and puking and vomiting. Honest to God, if you, maybe if you ingest some poison by mistake, but why else would you ever induce vomiting to lose weight to cleanse man i knew he was a little bit of a weirdo but that is really bizarre he's trying to be a victoria's secret model (laughs) honestly that's brady was weird brady you know wouldn't eat a strawberry and you know that that very strict uh, you know wouldn't ingest a carb and did his all kinds of strange things as we know and his avocados and everything else that is weirder than anything tom brady ever did but what, uh, what does he have to say to McAfee? Does he explain why he did all this ridiculous stuff? Second MVP. You look back on the entire year that was, you're just thoughts now that you're a little bit away from it. Is there any different thoughts than you had maybe a couple weeks ago after we talked about your loss? Uh, yeah, for sure. I think it's, you know, let me just put this disclaimer out right away for the the, uh, the few people watching that are tuning in just for a specific uh, maybe news or decision. There will be no news today, no decision on, on my future. Uh, as I was texting with you yesterday, I just got out of a 12-day Panchakarma. Uh, look that up. Uh, I know you did after we talked. Uh, <laughs> but it's a... Plans that are, you know originated in India has been going on for thousands of years, and it's something I've done in the off season. So I'm just getting my head above above the sand now and uh, seeing what's going on out there. But um, but no decision about my future today. So all you just do hold on, that. no, hold on, hold on, now, hold on, hold on. Fresh out of the punch of karma, you had to you had to think about your decision. Now, obviously, no decision is being made, and that is. 100% okay, and by the way, your life, your world, people are gonna be mad at you for it because they were expecting it. That's on them, not on you. But have you thought about that anymore? I assume that has to be all you're thinking about, or no, are you trying to compartmentalize everything? All I'm thinking about? <laughs> uh, no, buddy, there's, there's other things going on, like doing Pancho Karma. I, uh, I'm, I'm glad that he, uh, you know, didn't get, I'm not, well, I don't care if people get the vaccine or not, but I'm glad he did what he wanted to do, but I don't like Aaron Rodgers and I've never liked him. And <laughs> yeah. Do you like watching him play? Uh, yeah. He's very good at being a quarterback, but he's just, yeah, that's, like, that's what I like. I like watching him play. I love watching great quarterbacks play. Yeah. And I do like the fact that he didn't get vaccinated like you and you are, you know, obviously you're, you're not as healthy as he is. You didn't do your cleanse and you're, you're got a few, you could lose a few pounds. You could use a, you could use a poncha comma cleanse. It seemed like COVID hit but, him harder than it hit me. I didn't get COVID tough. Honestly, that's a good point. Honestly, though, when you hear people talk about things like brag about, Oh, I'm on a keto diet. And you know, you feel like saying, Oh God, you know, I don't want to hear about it. Can you imagine sitting there with a friend. He starts telling you about, Oh, induced vomiting for three days. Then I induced diarrhea. <laughs> then I took special oils that made me ooze, you know, my, all the toxins out of my pores. You're going, Dale, what's wrong with you? I've never gone through Honestly, so many toilet bowl brushes. <laughs> he just had the best, one of the best years of his career. He was the friggin' MVP. He's in tip top shape. Why would you have to do that? Other than to make people think you're really, you know, you're, you're eccentric, you're odd, you're unusual, you're, you know, you're not quite Tom Brady, but you're a little bit of an oddball. And I think he likes that. Which I'm surprised is, Brady, I like him. I'm I surprised, like him. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised Brady actually didn't get the MVP this year. It was like one of his best it was seasons. Close. I actually, I never saw the voting, but I know Rogers was going to win and Brady was going to finish second. That would have been a hell of a way to end it. Go out with the MVP. Yeah. The case could be made. I mean, Brady led in yards and touchdowns and they tied they both won 13 games, so it was close, and uh, Bro- Rodgers won his fourth, so Rodgers has more MVPs than Brady, and he's only one behind Peyton Manning, and he's not going anywhere, and he's everyone keeps saying, where's he going to play next year? He's playing in Green Bay. Why would he leave? Why would they let him leave? I mean, it's it's I don't think it's an issue. I think he said nice things about the coaching staff yesterday. I think he plans on being back, and he just wants to get Devonta Adams signed and happy, and he'll be back and he'll win thirteen games and lose in the first round of the playoffs. But <laughs> the usual. anyway, if if he does, if he's like Brady, you know, Brady was going strong at forty four, so people said, "I want to do what he does, eat like he eats." Well, I've 
What if Rogers goes out there and has another great year? Are people going to start inducing vomiting? Well, Rogers has always had like a pretty good offensive line, so he hasn't really ever gotten crushed or anything. Like Brady's had some seasons when he's just on the no, ground but, every play. No, but Brady, they both know how to avoid getting beaten. Like yeah. They both know how to get rid of the ball. They both know how to avoid the hits. As Brady always said, he knows how to not get hurt. And I think Rogers feels that way too. They're both they're both great. They're both great. I look forward to Rogers coming back again next year. I see people go on diets and stuff. I always look at it and say, I wonder if I should try that. I don't look at that this way at all. I can promise you, I will not be doing the Pancha Karma, Pancha Karma cleanse. No interest in that at all. I'll let you do it, Ironhead, and you let me know how it goes, okay? Sounds Come good. Come on, for the show. <laughs> I already got the diarrhea part down, so it won't take much. Oh, God. Yeah, what do you do to induce diarrhea? Go to Taco Bell? I eat cheese. <laughs> oh, Christ. I need my dog's uh, kind of suffering with that right now. I need a, I need a, a cure, but... I don't want to get into that now. We are done here. We will sit back and wait for the truckers to get to D.C. That is going to be fun, and we'll wait on on Warren Donbass. This is very important. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm, and I won't get a little old, but I'm ready to go. I'm ready to grab a gun and go to Donbass to fight for freedom. Let's so do it. I will let you know how that goes, but we will leave it there for today. Anything else, Ironhead? Anything I missed? Not, not that I can see. Uh, you, you you let me go over time again. Why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me to shut the hell up? But maybe tomorrow. We will leave it there for today. Thanks to you, Ironhead. Thanks to everybody for watching and listening. We appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.